if this year's election in the US is as close as many are predicting, President Joe Biden can't afford to lose a single vote in any of the key states. But could his strong backing of Israel in its war with Hamas weaken democratic support among Arab and Muslim voters who live on vital parts of the electoral map? Associate Professor David Smith of the US Studies Centre has been looking at Biden's prospects and his risks. This is potentially very serious for Joe Biden. Voters of Arab descent in Michigan make up about 2.8% of the overall population and possibly up to 5% of the voting population in Michigan. Given that Biden won Michigan by about 2.5% last time around, the views of Arab and Muslim voters in Michigan are very important. Michigan is an absolutely key state for both candidates for winning the 2024 election. And ever since the war in Gaza broke out, Arab and Muslim opinion about Biden in Michigan has really soured. So one very influential Arab-American pollster, John Zogby, he estimates that support for Biden among Arab-Americans has fallen from about 59% before October of last year to 17% now. 17%? 17%. And there are Arab and Muslim activists in Michigan who are saying that they cannot support Biden because of his one-sided support for Israel. Mm. And certainly it's not the only issue that matters to Arab Americans or to Muslim Americans, but it is a very important issue for them. They are very unlikely to support Trump because Trump would take a very similar position on Israel, as well as saying that Palestinian refugees shouldn't be allowed into the United States. But if they don't support Biden, mm. there's an abandoned Biden movement among these voters that say they will actively campaign against him. If they just don't turn up or if they support a third party candidate, it could really imperil Biden's re-election campaign. Yeah, David, is it absolutely inconceivable, though, that Muslim Americans would vote for Donald Trump? Because uh, as ludicrous as an idea uh, that it seems, I'm looking at a report from NPR December 2020 showing Mm. that Donald Trump had an increase, an increase in his support among Muslim Americans between 2016 and 2020. Is it absolutely inconceivable that they would vote for him? It's not absolutely inconceivable. I think we do have to bear in mind that that increase was fairly small and it came off a fairly small base to begin with. Trump does have some support among conservative men in Muslim communities in the United States, as he does among conservative Latino men and even some conservative African-American men as well, particularly the ones who are worried about changes in sexual and gender norms across the United States. Trump has made some inroads with them, but it's still a relatively small part of the population. Mm. The big risk for Biden wouldn't be so much these voters defecting to Trump as these voters not turning up for him. That's what he's worried about. We've seen just over the last week that Biden has announced sanctions on some Israeli settlers in the West Bank. That is really an attempt 
to try to appeal to these voters, to try to get some of these voters back. Yeah. You mentioned Michigan as the obvious case, because that is the, especially in the suburbs around Detroit, that is the largest Mm. uh, grouping of Muslim and Arab American voters. But where else in particular could this discontent show up on the electoral map? No, it's not just Michigan. And it's often hard to tell because there aren't really official estimates of adherence of religion in every state. But there are Muslim organisations who say that there are about 25,000 Muslim American voters in Arizona. That's a state that Biden won by 10,000 last time. And uh, similar numbers of Muslim voters in Wisconsin, which is a state that Biden won by 20,000 last time. In states where the margin, these swing states where the margin is only a few thousand voters, Georgia is another one, even a relatively small number of Muslim Americans, if they drop from this near 60% support for Biden down to really not turning up for him at all, that could potentially make a major difference. Biden is certainly, and his campaign are certainly very conscious of this. It's also really making it quite difficult for Biden to campaign in Michigan. Michigan is a state where he needs to spend a lot of time. He has just secured the endorsement of the United Auto Workers who are an important constituency in Michigan. He needs to shore up his African-American support in Michigan as well. But his campaign is really worried that if he goes to Michigan, he's going to be greeted by protesters, which is what has happened every time he's gone there. So Mm. this issue is making it difficult for him. Yeah, you mentioned African-American voters there. Why are so many African-American voters, but in particular so many African-American pastors, religious leaders, so energised? and mobilised on this question of the Gaza war? Certainly a lot of African-American Christians have traditionally felt a very strong solidarity with the Palestinians. They really tend to support peace movements as well. So there has been a very strong call from many African-American pastors actually across the political spectrum, all the way from conservative Southern Baptists to very liberal Episcopalians and members of historically black churches, calls for a ceasefire, calls to end the violence in Gaza, and certainly a feeling among many of them that Biden really hasn't done enough to try to bring peace in the region. This would be another constituency that he'd be really concerned about. Biden's support, especially among younger African-Americans, has really weakened over the last four years. I think there's still some evidence that older African-American voters really tend to support Biden. We saw in the South Carolina primary over the weekend that he had a massive victory there, which is largely driven by the same older African-American voters who really saved his candidacy in 2020. But for younger African-Americans and more left-wing African-Americans and people of colour more broadly, Biden's support is really suffering Mm. among these groups who have never been as enthusiastic about him. And certainly seeing his response to Gaza now, a lot of them They certainly don't want President Trump, but they wonder what is the point of actually supporting Biden. And certainly at the moment, they don't want to support Biden openly because they don't want to 
to support his stance on Gaza. The Muslim American community, like Muslim communities all around the world, is incredibly diverse. Does the Mm. Muslim American community identify, by the way, with African Americans? Do they identify politically, you know, culturally? I ask this because I'm reminded of a discussion we had not so long ago about a very interesting court case decades ago, Mm. which said something about the status of Arab and Muslim Americans. And this is a fascinating part of American history, which was that due to a court case in 1915, which triggered another series of court cases, Americans of Syrian descent were considered white by the American courts, which made them eligible for citizenship at times when there were racial restrictions on citizenship. And ultimately, all Arab Americans effectively came to be considered white. And to this day, in the census, Americans of Arab and North African descent are encouraged to enumerate themselves as being white in the census. For much of the 20th century, when most of the American Muslim population was of Arab descent, they were actually seen as being part of the kind of white ethnic mosaic of the United States. So what, along with Italians and and Slavs and... Italians and Greeks. And, of course, the other part of this picture is that the majority of Americans of Arab descent were Christians, which was one of the reasons why courts recognised them as white in the first place. And to this day, there's still a very big Arab Christian population in the United States. What began to change was really events happening worldwide in the 1970s, beginning with the oil shocks crisis and then with the Iranian revolution, when Americans began to think more and more about Islam and Arabs and the Middle East, they really began to see it in terms of these events overseas that were really affecting the United States. First of all, the oil spike and then the uh, Iranian hostage crisis. And that was when they really began to see anything associated with Islam or the Middle East or the Arab world as potentially hostile. And then, of course, after the September 11th attacks, there was a way in which all of these different Muslim populations across the United States, as well as people who weren't Muslim at all, as well as people of Sikh background or other South Asian background, who nonetheless looked Muslim in the eyes of a lot of Americans, really all came to be lumped together as this um, kind of sense of a threat to the extent that there were community advocates from these groups who began referring to themselves as post-9-11 communities because of the fact that 9-11 had really kind of brought them all together because so many Americans saw them as a threat. Certainly, Muslim Americans are a very diverse group in the United States. Arab Americans are a very diverse group, and not all of them are Muslim. But the the politics of these groups is often affected by the foreign policy and by the foreign relations of the United States. And Arab Americans and Muslim Americans alike have often really felt as if the the United States is hostile to their co-religionists around the world, is hostile to Arab people around the world, and that that hostility is reflected onto them. 
You referred in passing to this earlier, but um, on another issue not related to Gaza, is there a chance that the Democrats' very liberal positions on some social issues, especially gender identity and sexual diversity, could deter some Muslim voters? Because I think I'm right in saying that there were some very big and noisy demonstrations, town hall meetings in the suburbs around Detroit, with Muslim parents protesting against what they saw as very permissive content in local schools. So is this a a cultural issue that might actually turn off some Muslim American voters from the Democrats? Yeah, that is possible. And that's an issue that Democrats are potentially facing with other Asian American communities as well. And in general, some migrant groups, which often tend to align with the Democratic Party, but nonetheless, which often have these very socially conservative elements to them that aren't very happy with certain elements of the progressive coalition, especially when it comes to gender and sexual norms. Once again, it's not necessarily clear that they would be supporting Donald Trump or supporting the Republican Party, but I think Republicans certainly do see some potential there for picking up votes. We have to remember that there was a time when American politics was really characterised by these rigid sectarian divisions between Protestants and Catholics and Jews. But then from about the late 70s onwards, there was this religious realignment where the conservatives of all of these religious groups started siding with each other and the progressives of all these religious groups started siding with each other. And it's not inconceivable that conservative Muslims and conservative members of other non-Christian and non-Jewish religious groups would ultimately take the conservative side of the culture wars and would go to the political side of that, which is the Republican Party. In the Jewish community in the United States today, the big divide that we see is basically a religious one when it comes to politics, which is more Orthodox Jews are far more likely to support the Republican Party. More liberal Jews are much more likely to support the Democratic Party. So it's not inconceivable that that could happen with Muslim communities and other religious communities as well. Associate Professor David Smith of the US Studies Centre. It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.